also stuck in an elevator. <laughs> Who, me? Um, no, our audience. I mean, you're obviously already trapped here. Ah, yeah. Well, no, they're also trapped. Yeah, actually, true. Yeah, hello there, and uh, welcome to our communication science elevator podcast for the Comet, Mer Comet Work module. Uh, my name is Enrico. And I'm John. And we're both uh, third-year communication scientists here at the University of Twente, who took part in the Comet Work module under the coordination of Mark Templeman. Yeah, exactly. And this podcast is the final assignment of this module. Um, so basically the podcast will be structured in a way that Rico starts with hosting for the first half and then I will continue in the second half. Yes, and uh, the overall scope of the podcast and the common work module was to deepen our understanding of what the professional field of communication entails by visiting different companies and conducting alumni interviews and to give you some insights on what we experienced in the last weeks. I'm first going to talk about the communication study itself and what two of our friends think about it, what we actually do. And then the background stories of the two of us, which might be kind of interesting. And then my third point is the AI influence on the communication sector. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, finally, I will take over and talk about skills, especially the QSORT assignment and then also the importance of soft skills. And lastly, our future, basically what we think it will look like yeah. and regarding the master's education and maybe some tips for the transition into the labor market. Yeah, as I said, we asked two of our friends what they actually think we are doing and uh, maybe some took it more serious than others, you could say, or maybe they were just more honest. I don't know, John. Let's, let's have a look, maybe. Communication science is probably about sending and receiving messages uh, and the study behind it, so how this can best be achieved so that there are no misunderstandings and that this, that this can be done in the best way possible. So from what a former communication science student told me is that she described it as psychology, but just for dummies. And uh, yeah, ever since it's stuck in my head, and I think it's quite accurate in a way that the focus is more on one subject, uh, which is communication or interaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, after hearing that, John, wh wh who was actually right? Yeah, well... I <laughs> Um, actually, I'm I'm kind of yeah. Like the second the second audio was like the the combination of psychology. Yeah. But I was also thinking about that, but not in that way. Basically, mm -hmm. um, what I was always thinking is like like communication is a mix of like business administration and psychology, yeah, but then true. also a bit different again than both of those because like business administration has so much numbers and it's all about like how to make the most money, like I feel like it's about that. And then also psychology is about m all those mental illnesses and blah, blah. <laughs> but also yesterday I talked to someone who was like, yeah, but communication is more like the social psychology part of psychology. And I was it like, really yeah, maybe, maybe it is. Also yeah. sociology, probably, maybe with a mix of technology and media, you could say. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's yeah. a lot of it going into it, but um, yeah. very true. But then coming to, like, why did you end up here then in the end? Like, how did you end up at the University of Twente? Why communication science? Um, yeah, actually, I, I already, uh, like, when I, when I started looking for studies, I also thought about psychology, but mm -hmm. I think I was just too weak for that. So I chose uh, communication science. Too weak. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, basically what I did was I was, after the school, I went to Berlin to... I don't know, actually, I wanted to study, but then I, I um, realized that my average grades were... Uh, the classic, not, yeah. Yeah, not good enough. 
Same then here. I had to look for something else. But then I started working for four years, and oh, which, wow. which I actually pretty much in like. Berlin. Yeah, yeah, okay. in like two startups. And um, then afterwards, I started uh, studying on a private university, which was like too expensive. And also, mm -hmm. like it was business administration, but with a specialization on marketing. But they kind of. I don't know, prank me <laughs> or something. They tricked you into it, okay. <laughs> yeah, because like the uh, specialization was just like one week per semester and that's not, that's not enough for me. Mm -hmm. So um, basically I talked to my brother and he already um, did his bachelor and master here in, in uh, Enschede. And he also told me like this this university is pretty nice and yeah. that you have like a lot of nice people here. The professors are nice and so on. So he was like, yeah, you have to come here. And kind of he, he did some me. good marketing in the yeah. End. <laughs> he kind of forced me into into this uh, university. But yeah, that's cool. how I got here. Yeah, I had a similar experience with uh, someone else talking good about the university itself, uh, and also with uh, studying in Germany beforehand, because yeah. I studied uh, to become a teacher mm. beforehand in Germany for English and sport. Yeah. And uh, but I quickly realized that's really not my thing. Yeah, no. And then, no, not really. And then I joined a friend of mine to work and travel in Canada. Yeah. Um, in the end, and I was there for a year, and then after that also in Mexico. Yeah. And then I talked to someone. Um, I think it was the dad of a friend who then asked me, okay, what do you want to do later on? I was like, yeah, I have no idea. I guess why I'm here in Mexico, right? <laughs> and then um, he said, yeah, you're good at math. And I'm like, no, obviously yeah, not. He's yeah. like, yeah, same. And yeah. I studied communication and I think uh, you kind of have the same abilities as I do. Blah, blah, blah. I see you in the field and yeah. I looked it up. It looked kind of nice. Yeah. And then that exact same friend that I went to um, Canada with went to the University of Twente to study yeah. psychology. Same uh, reason also with yeah. the grades and average grade, whatever. Yeah. And then a friend of mine um, did communication here and I asked her and she was like, yeah, study is great, yeah. uni is great, people are great. Why not? So I gave it a shot. And I think that's why we kind of um, arrived here, I think. Maybe a bit too late, but because uh, <laughs> yeah. we're kind of old, whatever. Um, but talking about age, I think <laughs> I, I realized I'm actually getting old when I yeah, found out too. about chat gpt to come to that uh, part yeah, yeah and after everyone already knew about it i yeah. think i was kind of the last person yeah and ai i think also came up a bit in the company visits yeah, true. and uh, yeah the company visits were kind of we had to visit i think four companies right yes yes four. and it was like communication agencies or even bigger companies like nedap yeah uh, and that was in order to get some inter insights into what the professional field looks like yeah so it was at the start of the commerce module of course yeah um, yeah, how did you perceive the company visits in the end? Um, I think they were quite nice. It was nice to get like the insights into how they actually work, what they do, mm -hmm. and like I think we also had like nice presentations and yeah, the presentations really like gave an insight. It was not just like going there and just hearing what yeah. people think it is, but just like day-to-day -day business exactly. operations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was quite nice. And also about the AI thing, I was pretty pretty impressed or pretty surprised basically that um, also like those bigger companies uh, mm -hmm. already use ChatGPT, for example, for their daily work. So they already integrate AI into their daily work, which yeah, I think well. Adwise was the one, the True. company yeah. that, that mentioned that also. And um, I think they said something like using ChatGPT now is quite innovative and like mm -hmm. people people appreciate that. But like using ChatGPT in a few years will be seen like as being lazy because it yeah, basically yeah, yeah. does your job kind of. You just have to... I don't know, edit something. Yeah, then you're not innovative design. anymore. Exactly. So I kind of feel, yeah, I also feel like that a bit. But um, yeah, that's what I think. True. Actually, when I when I think about it, um, one of my interviews, I think it was uh, Jelle Scholten, he also mentioned that not using AI on a daily basis 
it's kind of a, a waste of time. Yeah. And I found that really interesting. Uh, I think we also have a quote yeah. regarding that. I also use it to prepare for meetings, uh, mm -hmm. for, for sessions that I do with clients, brainstorms. And when I asked ChatGPT how, how the algorithm would prepare for such a meeting, then there's always something in that list that I think, hey, I didn't think of this. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. Do you think it, it should be used in that way? Or what do you use it for? Like, like who does AI benefit in the end more? Like the more yeah. academic people or the people who have no idea? Actually, I, I feel like both. Mm -hmm. Because like, yeah, I don't. I mean, probably it has different meanings to both of those groups. But like, if you have no idea about like I don't know AI and everything, you could just ask ChatGPT everything. Yeah. For example, you can ask for recipe. I, I know like a friend who who asked ChatGPT for recipes on a daily basis, basically oh, wow. because uh, yeah, they just don't know what to do. But actually, you can do everything. You can ask everything yeah. if you want to look something up. You don't have to find the right words for Google to find it, but you can just r type it into ChatGPT yeah. and yeah. you know find everything you need. But then also like for people that are more like in the professional field, also like also like Yellow said, or um, also like advice or what he already said. Um, they can use it for I don't know getting like an idea of what they it's what the first they need step. right now exactly just like brainstorming as he said and so I think it's basically pretty useful for both I don't think that it is um, the best solution for everything mm -hmm. because like otherwise they will like the uniqueness and the creativeness of yeah, original content exactly get lost exactly way, right? like the originality originality is kind of getting yeah, lost yeah. then but um yeah i think it's it's a nice starting point yeah yeah i think also in the interview um jelis mentioned the the rule of three he called it and it's as soon as you've done something three times yeah. you should automate it basically ah. so for things like a reference list yeah would you have uh, at the appendix of your yeah. email account so basically if you do something more like if you have to do it more than twice or three yeah times, if you do it every day then yeah. you should automate it in yeah. a way right otherwise it's a waste of time i think it's, yeah. a, it's a really interesting quote yeah and um that also triggered me thinking about that ai could also lead to people not needing certain skills anymore in the future life And that also brings us kind of to our next topic, which is the Q-Sort method. All right, let me take over the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, basically what we're going to talk about now is the Q-Sort method and how we conducted it. And um, the Q-Sort method is, we had like an assignment where we um, had a survey which we had to fill out and then also like send it to three, four people, Four I think participants, yeah. Yeah, exactly, four like other people um, who also had to fill it out for us. Um, so basically what we did there was like we had 24 skills, I think it was 24, mm -hmm. for four categories and you basically had to rank them from minus three to plus three. Yeah. And... Um, Yeah, basically, it's about if you if you possess them to a greater or lesser extent, and then you can just have an overview about your skill set and which skills you are better in and which you are like mm -hmm. not that good in. <laughs> Maybe, but <laughs> if there are any, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, basically, what we did then was um, having like a table and just being able to compare everything and so on. So. Can you tell me about what was, oh <laughs> God. What was yeah. in your q -sort? Well, I, I think my results were kind of interesting in a way because mm -hmm. my top and bottom ranked kind of perceived 
um, skills were also the same for my participants. Mm. So like my top ranked skill was the ability to effectively interact in a group. That's what we call it. And mm. it was the same <laughs> for every other participant. Yeah. So I'm basically just uh, funny in a group, I think. Yeah, I don't have... I, uh, I also <laughs> I also t took that for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I was like, okay, what am I? Like, what is my skill now? What is is that even a skill? You know. Yeah. But then it was the same for um, kind of uh, the like the most useless skill or the skill I'm worst at, which was the ability to be decisive. Mm. And I also rank myself highly on. I'm not able to do that in the others as well. So I think the people that I asked know me really well. And I think it kind of I don't know if I think about what kind of job I'm heading for in the future. Like mm. I lately talked to an exchange coordinator here at the university mm. and um, he also said that I don't know stuff like presenting yourself and connecting networking with other universities with the students mm. all that type of stuff I think is really kind of it, I don't know it's really easy for me yeah I, I, I kind of act natural in that way yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I think for you it's, it was a bit different maybe than yeah me. yeah yeah like for me it was um, <laughs> my top and bottom skills were basically like my my top skills kind of differed for me and the mm -hmm. the participants but like my bottom skills were like hundred percent the same <laughs> also like in the same order yeah. and everything so basically <laughs> what we all said was I am not able to motivate myself which is pretty well, true like really true. yeah I, I I really need like pressure to be able to do something so also like for deadlines i have them like i do them on last minute mm -hmm. and i'd really need the pressure to really start working on them and so on but like there were some top skills which were also like the same for me and the participants yeah. which were uh, i think it was um the ability to take responsibility yeah yeah yeah. i also took that for you. yeah so basically everyone took that for me for the first place so that was quite funny to see but i also think about them like myself but um it's also pretty nice to possess those skills that that i rank top and also that others rank top mm -hmm. because like what I want to do, like you said, exchange coordinator stuff kind of, right? Yeah, in a but, way. But um, like for me, it's more like I, I, I don't see myself working in a company or like in an institution or something. I, I, I think I've, my aim was for a few years now was to to be an entrepreneur later do your own on. thing yeah mm -hmm. like do your own thing do you do do what you really like to do and yeah. be your own boss like be rewarded for what you do yourself and not what others do for mm -hmm. example and so on so um yeah basically that's that's what i want to do but i think um you also like had a had a um in it is like a quote from your interview ah, yeah. about like the skills yeah, soft right. skills. Yeah, exactly. General. Let's let's hear into that. Was, when I look back at my studies, most of the soft skills that we learned, like presentation skills, uh, being able to communicate with people, which is also a skill exactly. that you shouldn't underestimate. I think those type of skills are especially what you learn in, uh, yeah, I think a social scientific study like communication studies. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was what Yellow said, right? Exactly. Um, and I feel like, no, I think in the interview he, he mentioned that he was kind of like surprised that they didn't learn any hard skills in uni and he even criticized the board for it and stuff. Mm. And was like, yeah, we don't learn anything useful here. Mm. And then he told me that after getting into the job and he's kind of in a senior-ish position now, yeah. he realized that the soft skills are actually way more useful than yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. the stuff he mentioned, like presenting and, I don't know, also empathy, communicating with people. Yeah. Is, yeah, way more important. Like he said that, you know, Microsoft BI, you can learn within a week if you come into the company mm, and yeah. they put you in one of these workshops. Yeah. But the soft skills, you cannot really 
obtain within a yeah. week or you have to you, you know either got them or you don't and if you don't you need like more time than exactly one week, exactly yeah 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 no i get it and also like i find it funny because like i also had someone uh who who talked about like um the soft skills and mm -hmm. this is basically what she said we dare to say that if you're a good collaborator you will you will make it in the field i mean yeah. people will come to you they will depend on you you will be visible towards the management um people will enjoy working with you I yeah I, i i quite like i find it quite funny that mm -hmm. like different people also she was uh, in, in a senior or she is in okay. a senior position she's a senior marketing advisor at the uni actually oh, wow. and um i find it quite funny that like both people or both of those people said like that soft skills are basically the way to go for communic mm. communication scientists you know so um actually <laughs> i uh, don't have like those high you didn't have them <laughs> you didn't have any of them okay. yeah like those high interaction skills like when i did the q sword it was more the leading and thinking skills uh, yeah. that were ranked mm -hmm. higher than the interacting skills but maybe that's what you have me for you know yeah okay. <laughs> i exactly. am not leading i am not thinking i'm just talking <laughs> no but like also when i think about the entrepreneurship i should i should try to work on my interacting skills a bit but also like i'm i'm pretty pretty happy that i already have some of the thinking mm -hmm. and leading skills but yeah maybe i should still work on that But um, talking about the future again, um, do you maybe, uh, did you already think about how you want to continue after your bachelor? Like, did you already plan your masses or do you have any plans mm. already? Yeah, I mean, kind of had to, right? Also because of the, yeah. the module, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. Um, I had to think about it, yeah. But um, what did you conclude? Like, where do you want to go for your masters or are you maybe staying here? Um, <laughs> Yeah, at the moment I'm I'm leaning more towards doing my master in Amsterdam, I think. Mm -hmm. Um nothing sure yet, of course, you know, decision making is yeah, not working yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I need like kind of a new <laughs> challenge in a in a new environment, you know? Yeah. Like I'm, I kind of got into my comfort zone here and I'm yeah. not really going out of it like I've living in Enschede for three years now nearly. Yeah. And also like job experience, I think um that's what I'm really lacking in my C V yeah. and that's what I really want to work on. And I think yeah, Amsterdam's really nice, like they're all kinds of people there mm. and then networking also becomes way different if people are from every sector yeah and i think communication since you can work in so many sectors it yeah. gives you like great opportunities in, in different yeah. or even bigger companies maybe. yeah 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 true yeah i also like i think amsterdam is also a pretty nice city for you because you are also mm -hmm. like the like an open guy and <laughs> just like like to have people around you and yeah. so on, so but um i also thought about doing my masters in amsterdam which It's pretty nice, I think. Like for people like you, it's definitely nice. But um, in the end, I kind of decided not to because, like, just <laughs> just because of the living expensive, basically. It's really, basically. really expensive. Yeah, like it's so expensive. You, I think you also told me about like a room, like seven hundred thirty euros. Yes, for right. A small room, and I'm yeah, like, that's the? a whole apartment in Amsterdam. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so um, I was like, nah, I'm I'm not gonna do that, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe I will stay here. Let's see, but um, it's just a year, right? Yeah, that's the thing as well. Yeah, but I think you also wanted to. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just a, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a year. Yeah, so just get it behind, like get it done, and get then, it done, and then you can still leave. <laughs> but um, I think you were mentioning something like would you also want to to look for a job? I think, and then yeah. in Amsterdam, I think that should be possible because like Amsterdam has a lot of opportunities, of but course. also a lot of people. But do you maybe have any tips for entering the labor market? 
Um, I do, and I think also uh, Jelle Scholten had a kind of a, a good quote on that, and he advised to just apply for a job, even though mm -hmm. it maybe doesn't fully suit your skills perfectly. Yeah, let's. I think we have a quote here. If you would, if you would see an, an, uh, a job application that you really like, but you don't have all the marks, then just apply as well. Anyway. Or if they're looking for uh, like uh, someone with three years of work experience, just apply. I mean, those those vacancies are written for the the ideal candidate, but that, pe exactly. that person doesn't exist, and it could be you in the end. Could be you, John. <laughs> Could be us. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, funny because I I also like again the the senior marketing advisor that I talked to. She also mm -hmm. said something similar, like that there were some positions and uh, available, and that she applied for it, but there were a lot of other people. Um, let's hear. There were two positions available. They got eighty-eight applicants, uh, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I was very nervous. Um, yeah. But I got the job, so I got started. Yeah, so basically um, those success stories indeed exist and we just have to kind of start and yeah. I think just do it. But um, if you think back now, would you do your Bachelor in Communication Science again or would you rather go into another direction maybe? Yeah, <laughs> I think I would, like given the fact that I, I also tested some other stuff, right? Mm. Um, and I think uh, given the fact that I really like the, the broad field of Communication Science, mm. And I think my skill set kind of fits well yeah. into the field. Yeah. So I think, it, yeah, I would do it again, probably. Yeah, like when I think about you and you as a person, I would also agree to that, actually. <laughs> but um, would you do your master's in communication science as well or would you do it in a different field? Yeah, I think communication science, I mean, yeah, same reason, kind of skill set fits yeah. way better there. I mean, mm. I could also do psychology and all that stuff. Mm. And um, yeah, but I, I don't know, just thinking about all the, the research stuff is not really my favorite kind of topic mm. and i feel like it just gets bigger depending on or even more annoying let's say depending on if you do a different subject and, and if you also don't like it like psychology is such a vast field right so yeah yeah i think communication science yeah, yeah. for a master yeah 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 i was also like it's interesting because i think um the communication science bachelor is very nice and mm. informative and then i would also do it again like every time because i think it also like covers a lot of topics um, which were so interesting for me. I mean, yeah. the only uh, thing I should have done was maybe more studying and more well, yeah, looking <laughs> time back. for assignments and so on. But maybe studying at all would be nice. <laughs> yeah, but like that's on me, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I think also the communication masters would be nice if, if one like wants to deepen the understanding or develop some skills in the area of communication, yeah. which maybe I should do. But, um, <laughs> maybe you should. Do a master, please. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. But helped. yeah, but also like I was thinking about the business administration master, which okay. could also provide me with the skills and knowledge that I would need to successfully start mm -hmm. and manage my business. You know, so True. I'm kind of insecure, like not decided. I I have not decided yet. Yeah. Um, on what to do exactly, but I think I will just uh, try to. Yeah, I could I could see you as a CEO. I think like in a <laughs> in a way of that you you need to do your own thing in yeah. order to be because that's where like the your lack of motivation. Yeah. I think that's when it could actually kick in, the motivation part. Yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah, do it yeah. for someone else, but for yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe we solve all of your problems then. And yeah. Then and you don't even need your interacting skills. Also, you know? like, you, you really have to do something. Exactly, then, yeah. Because like, no one else would do it for exactly, you, right? Exactly, you know. So, uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's the way to go. <laughs> let's see. I, I mean, if, if it works out, that would be nice. But let's see. 
Um, yeah, but although we are almost uh, finished with our studies, basically, I think um, both of us still have to think a lot about what yeah. we will do next and how our next steps will look like. And we are also <laughs> both like very indecisive people Hell that yeah. struggle a lot with the fear of um, kind of like making the wrong decisions and so on. So what we should always think of, I think, and what we should always remind ourselves is that um, even if you took a wrong turn, you kind of can always switch mm -hmm. directions even after years or you basically, you can always go back to your starting point and yeah. try something new, True. you know? So basically you just do something, see how it goes. And then if you like it, you just keep doing it. And if you don't like it, you just change it. You yeah, know? I mean, I totally agree. It's the same for us, right? I mean, yeah. we, we kind of totally. did that. And the, it's the yeah. reason we're both fucking 95 years old and <laughs> communication <laughs> science. But nothing is set in stone. Like, yeah. especially, um, I should talk, stop talking about age. But <laughs> I, I believe it's totally normal to not know exactly what the future entails right now. Yeah. And... Maybe that also makes it a bit more interesting and adventurous, I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like, we um, just hope if some of you out there struggle and um, just don't know how to find the right path for you, just don't worry about too, about it too much. Um, just do what feels right for you and uh, never stop dreaming. Yeah, God, <laughs> that was a bit deep, maybe. Yeah. Should we end it here? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I actually have to get off here. So, um, all right. Thanks for listening and uh, goodbye, everyone. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Take care.